Hello, everyone. I'm honored to be a guest tonight. My name is Teresa. I'm in Seattle, and I'm a grateful member of OA. I'm a compulsive eater, and I'm a partner in recovery. Uh, I came into OA in January 2020, so you'd think that I would have had, wouldn't have had time to relapse, but I have. I came to OA because of concerns over food compulsions. Um, I didn't like who I was when I was binge eating. I wanted to be more in control of my weight. I thought maybe I, I would be nice to lose 10 to 15 pounds, but nothing too much there. I had attempted physical methods without success, um, mostly calorie counting, but there were also a couple of specific diet plans and food plans, um, which, which were not successful. Um, and what would happen is I would <clears throat> limit, um, do calorie counting, limit my intake, exercise, and so on. But um, then I would be going through a period of intense feeling of deprivation, which echoed some of the challenges from my childhood and then whenever I would come to the end of what I was doing with the de with the calorie counting or deprivation boom the food compulsions would come back I would have no willpower to do anything about it um, especially um, certain certain foods for me um, so it began to be more frustrating for me and when I went to um, ask about the advice particularly for these late afternoon sweet binge kind of behaviors that I had. So my medical provider, a couple of therapists, um, actually one of the nutritionists, uh, you know, would just say, incidentally, do you have any suggestions about this? I wasn't receiving therapy for food compulsions. I just was doing it for other reasons. And I had never really found any good advice about what to do for this particular issue. And... Um, I was puzzled about it because we there's so much information out there about how to be able to uh, reduce your weight, but it's very conflicting information and it wasn't working for me. Um, so what I found once I came into the rooms, what I was missing was the spiritual relationship with a power greater than myself and the fellowship. So I was doing it alone, I was using my own willpower, and I was not succeeding. So I came into my first meeting skeptical. Um, I don't have any other recovery programs under my belt, so I was new to the program, new to the rooms. I didn't even really know that there was an OA fellowship, an OA program. And the way that I came heard about it was through a non-OA literature where um, the person, I was reading a couple of their books and they had mentioned OA and AA and I thought, oh, that's a really great idea. So I looked up a meeting, you know, the next day I went to a meeting here in Seattle. Um, but I thought, you know, we all hear those, those kind of spoofs of 12-step programs or we just are familiar in the culture but don't really have personal experience if you haven't been through it. So when I sat down in the rooms, this was in the middle of January in Seattle, it's cold and rainy, not unlike it can be in San Francisco, and the first reading caught my attention. It was out of the For Today book, and you know, For Today has 
the little quote at the top and then the actual text. And the quote was, competition is for racehorses. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is me. Like, I just can end up just really um, self-judging and critical when I feel like comparing myself to someone else who's more successful, who has a better parent, who is, you know, these things. So I was, it really got my attention. Um, in that meeting, the newcomer portion was very welcoming and supportive. And I decided to come back. And I even tried a second meeting. I'd been wanting to learn meditation. And again, without success, I had a couple books, but I couldn't really get started. So I went to a meditation, literature, and writing meeting a couple days later. And, oh, it was just so helpful to have everyone be in a room in silent meditation with everyone and to I just actually put on a guided meditation nobody else did but I put on my guided meditation on my phone and uh, really began to feel like I could could do this uh, someone suggested uh, after a couple weeks a few weeks that I might get a 12-day sponsor and um, you may not be familiar with 12-day sponsorship but it's a temporary program that orients you it's a 12-day sponsorship program that orients you to the program and it went great I identified my food compulsions and behaviors I came, became familiar with the tools and I decided this is for me uh, so I went and found a sponsor um, so this was February early March and I with this sponsor through a particular uh, program in OA I worked all 12 steps in about two weeks <laughs> So that's, you know, the way they work the program out of the big book. Um, and I was doing pretty well. I seemed to have relief from troubling compulsions from a, starting a few days in. Thank you, Joe. And I was going to meetings, doing outreach calls, learning to meditate and starting my prayer practice. Um, and about, at, at about, about a, week, a week after finishing that 14 days, I ended up breaking up with the 14-day program sponsor because I couldn't actually conform to some of the conditions that were, were required by her to continue in that program. We had a very amicable exchange. I just said, these are the things I can't do. Is there any wiggle room there? And she said, nope, this is how we do it. And I said, well, I really think I need to move on. And she was fine with that. A little sad, I guess, but fine. So I thought I need a new sponsor. Um, I asked an in-person sponsor to work with me, someone who actually worked with me on that newcomer meeting. And uh, we worked together for about four to six weeks. Um, and at that point, I made a decision to transition out with their blessing. It, their style uh, was just causing me to actually fall into self-judging and insecurity. It was how they sponsored because that's how they were sponsored and it's how they sponsor all of their sponsees. But I just was finding myself um, really in a dark and not a good place. And they talked with me about it and suggested maybe a couple of alternatives, but we went ahead and parted and so I didn't have a sponsor. I had, uh, this was late March, I had two failed sponsors behind me and I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't rush into getting a new sponsor because that was kind of scary. <laughs> it didn't work out with two sponsors before. Um, so I was exploring being a partner in recovery where I was just partnering with two or three other people and, you know, that actually didn't really go anywhere. So now I'd been about six weeks without a sponsor and I started to see the food compulsions returning. And this was late March, early April when 
the shutdown started happening. So I started getting these late afternoon binges again, and I started giving in to them, and I was still going to meetings, and I was still doing outreach calls and so on. I wasn't working the steps. So I thought, okay, I need a sponsor because it's not okay to go back to this binge um, behavior. But how? How do you find a sponsor? I'd already been through a couple of uh, processes and... um, so there was a suggestion. There's a couple of large meetings in our area in North Seattle that people said you could find sponsors. And I hadn't been going because I got my two meetings. I'm good. I don't need to do that. But I took a deep breath and thought, okay, I'll just go to these meetings. And I went to two, a uh, couple of meetings, announced I was looking for a sponsor. And uh, my 12-day sponsor actually reached out to me um, on the second meeting. We talked. I thought, oh, I, this is a known quantity. I've worked with her. She can be encouraging, which is what I needed. We started the steps, and I had abstinence again, and this was about the middle of May. It's a bit mysterious to me how that abstinence came about, but, you know, it's one of those miracles. Um, and then I, I, wanted, I jotted down a, a couple things about why did I relapse. Um, and so let me just take a moment. So first of all, it might just be I was the honeymoon was over. You know, I came in, I got a big boost from that 12-day sponsorship. I, you know, had worked the steps in record time. Uh, I thought, you know, I was deemed recovered by that particular sponsor. Uh, And then external events closed in. You know, all of a sudden, I had been a rower. I couldn't row anymore. I had been a, a runner. I couldn't really uh, feel safe on the streets. I couldn't go to the, any coffee shops and talk to a baristas. I'm a writer. I couldn't start doing any of that. And I just became very challenged. Um, and I reverted to my past behaviors, even though I was going to meetings and outreach calls and all that. So now um, I am working with my new sponsor. We're working the steps. Um, I just completed step 10, and I'm delighted. Uh, this time through, I'm studying them in depth, and I'm really experiencing them. And I actually started to sponsor. So I have um, a couple of 12-day sponsees, uh, people that reached out to me, and I thought I wasn't ready, but put it out to my higher power, talked to my sponsor, and I thought, well, I'm going to give it a try. And just as a side note, for those who aren't familiar with the 12-day program, it is very structured uh, they work through the newcomer pamphlet. Each day there's an assignment to read for them to read and an assignment to write, and then you just listen to them. Uh, it's very low stakes, and anyone can do it. And uh, we're using it a lot in our area and in Santa Rosa because of the desire for sponsors, uh, outstripping the, the, the number of sponsors available. So um, at step four, I actually took on a sponsee who was one of my 12-day sponsors uh, sponsees and was had been on a journey to find a sponsor and kept hitting dead ends. So finally, I talked with my sponsor, Higher Power. And even though I was only uh, once I completed the first three steps, I was on step four. I agreed uh, that we should work together. And now I get to relearn and review from my sponsee because there are just a couple steps behind me. And we all know that even though we think we've got the step mastered or the material mastered that we've just learned. There's stuff we forget, and uh, plus I'm hearing from her. So uh, even now I bring forward some things from each of my previous sponsors, and and I also have much more faith that when I have a higher power and my sponsee has a higher power, that somehow together they will find a sponsor. Um, Somehow it's a little bit challenging, 
after 12 steps with my current sponsor, we'll be doing the 12 traditions. Then we'll maybe the big book again or the OA Brown book. And it's all an ongoing process. So what have I learned? Uh, it's okay to stumble. Uh, and it's okay to ask for help. So one of the big things from my childhood is we were just supposed to do it all ourselves. And if we had to ask for help, that was a shame, kind of an object of shame. Uh, I came out of my childhood and my first marriage feeling that I was the only person I could rely on, um, which is which was challenging. Um, there's always to I always learned I also learned there is always more to learn about myself and about the program because so every time I come back to the steps, I'm a slightly different person because now I have a different amount of knowledge. The program works. It may be a journey to find out what works for you, like I did, but um, it's working for me. Um, and then someone said to me uh, a couple times, it's your program, ask for what you need. And I would add, don't agree to do something without asking why or what it will do for you. There have been things that I've been resistant to. Outreach calls was one of them. And by asking uh, why and what it'll do for me and then getting some suggestions, uh, now what I do with outreach calls is I actually have a topic. Uh, so I'll just say, talk to me right now about step 10. How do you work your step 10? Because, you know, it's a little bit complicated. But I've asked about sponsorship. I've asked about food journaling. I've asked about how they came to the program. And people really uh, respond to that. And it kind of focuses the call. Uh, just a couple of other things. Um, I'm just, I just jotted down, be willing to try, even if you find a particular instruction isn't for you. And it, but if it isn't for you, be willing to say, I just don't think I can do that. Do you have any wiggle room? And then they will or they won't. And then um, just finally be willing to start again. It's not a failure um, if you're still willing and you're still trying. And uh, the disease is canny. It finds a way. <laughs> and I'm used to being a pretty big overachiever. So it was a little startling to me when I uh, thought I had this all set. I'm good. And then um, I was um, experiencing those behaviors again. Uh, and I just wrote down the disease is canny, but the program is cannier. <laughs> um we had a sponsorship event in one of my home meetings a couple of, uh, about four weeks ago. And the speaker said a lot of things, but one thing that really struck me is she said um, she came into the program and it took her several months to become abstinent, but, and she kept coming back to her, the sponsor. She was working the steps and she kept expecting the sponsor to get upset with her. And this really struck me. She said, the sponsor said to her, as long as you're working the steps, you may not be ready to let go of the food. As long as you're working the steps, I'm staying with you and, and we're going to work this together. And now she's been abstinent for 12 years. So, um, and has had some relapses before that. But um, yeah, so I just want to leave you with that message. That was really profound for me in terms of unconditional um, acceptance by her sponsor and the importance of working the steps. So let me suggest a topic. Again, I'm honored to be here. And um, when we do our sharing today, I would actually love to hear either which step is your favorite, <laughs> if you have one, or just any thoughts you have want to share about your about how you are working the steps. Uh, I think that would be lovely for me to hear or anything else you that you're moved to share on today. You all have your own higher powers and they may have other plans for us tonight. So with that, I will pass.